0: Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi! Today we are at an exciting time. We are finishing Misechta's Erevin, which proved to be a rather complex Misechta. We are finishing it today with Perik Yod, Mishnah, Yodalit, and Tezvov. And tomorrow we will begin the laws, the Mishnah Yos dealing with Misechta's Pesachim. Great synergy! As we approach the Yom Tava Pesach, what better way to prepare for it, and more exciting way to prepare for it, then learning Mishnayos. I mean, unless you get excited by uh, cleaning your house. So then you can listen to Mishnayomi while you clean your house, and then you get double for the price of one. Okay, so let us be, finish Misechus Erevin before. As you can tell, I am extremely excited to learn what is, what is one of my favorite Misechus, and that is Misechus Pesachim. Says our Mishnah, Mishnah Yud Dalin. So if you recall, we are discussing the fact that in the Mishkan itself, in the temple itself, various rabbinic ordinances are waived a Kohen who has some sort of wound on his finger, he, in the temple, he can wrap around a reed, it's some sort of band-aid, which one is not allowed to do in the Medina, in the rest of the country, because it looks like you're helping it, you're helping it heal, which one's not allowed to do in Shabbos, but in the Mishkin, you can do. Now, if you're thinking, one minute, didn't we just learn yesterday that you're not allowed to have anything on your hand to serve as an imposition, of Chatzitzah, before you do the Avodah, so clearly it's in a, being wrapped around in a way, it's not an Avodah, or it's the left hand, as we know, a left-hand one is not allowed to do the avodo with. You need to do it with your right hand. Okay. However, in But if you tie the ree tightly so that you could draw blood from the wound, then it's aser. It's not permitted, whether you're outside the temple or if you're in the temple. A person can take uh, crushed salt and scatter it on the ramp leading up to the altar so that the kohanim don't slip. You create a non-slip surface. Although r- rabbinically it's prohibited to do this outside the temple because it resembles building it resembles building you're adding onto the surface so it's not slippery in the temple itself it's permitted and we're not going to get into the discussion about what if it's going to snow into ice and, and that issue then there's definitely more room to be lenient although you run into other issues when you're melting ice of no okay lastly you can draw water from the wheel from the water wheel of the gola and the Bar HaGadol, the Great Well. That in the temple itself, in, in the compound of the temple, there were two water wells and you would turn a, a wheel and that would draw the water up. Now, the concern is if you do this outside the temple and you're close to some sort of irrigation canal or or field, you may draw the water for yourself and then end up using it to water your fields. Therefore, we did not allow it outside the temple, but in the temple one is allowed to use a water wheel. We However, you can use a bar called the Well of the Source, but really any well, when it's Yom and even when you're outside of the Temple. And the reason for that is, is we saw already a uh, theme in Mesachal's Erevin, that we had the posse be Ra'os. In order to allow people to be our go up to the base of Migdash three times a year, we waived certain um, restrictions in terms of carrying to allow, and building an Erev to allow people to draw water from a well while they're traveling. So. Just as we did that there, we also over here we allow people to draw water using a water wheel on Shabbos. Excuse me, on Yom Duf, And once you permit it on Yom Duf, we're gonna we're gonna permit it. We're gonna permit it um, across the board, even if it's not for the people who are traveling to the base on Okay, this concludes the Mishnah Yodalit. Mishnah Tzav. We're gonna deal with other rabbinic activity that we waive some sort of. Uh, we'll see Muksa in the temple itself. As we know, in the temple, a person who is tummy is not allowed to go into the temple, and it can even incur an kares. or if they go inadvertently, they have to bring a carb one. What happens if there is a sheritz, one of the creepy crawly of eight creatures, dies in the temple itself, thus it transmits tuma, so one has a obligation to remove it. You're not allowed to have tummy in the mikdash. Now, here's the problem. Problem number one is it's muksa on Shabbos. And problem number two is, as well as how do you remove it without yourself becoming tummy? Because if you make yourself tummy, then you're now subject to car race. So there are two options. Option number one is to. To get a pair of wooden tongs, wood doesn't become tummy if there's no, on these tongs, they didn't have a base keybill, a place to, to, um, to, uh, a receptacle of any sort. So if it's wood without a receptacle, it doesn't become tummy. You take these tongs, you pick up the sherets, this creepy crawled creature, and you remove it, you bring it out. Because a sherets does not transmit tume unless you're touching it. But if you're carrying it, unlike other areas of tummy, or you're moving it, it does not, you do not become tummy. So here's the thing again, think of the tensions here. We don't want this tummy here. We have to remove it, but it's Shabbos. And, if you go get tongs, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little while to go and to procure tongs for yourself, so it's going to be sitting there longer. Says the first time in our mission, so you know what you can do? coins No. If you find a dead sheriff in the temple, you need to remove it, so we're going to waive the mux prohibition, because we're in the temple. And, we're going to say better not to go search to, to procure tongs, but rather the coin can take, remove his belt, and use his belt to carry it. Now, his belt will become tommy, but at least he's not becoming tummy. so we're going to allow that. Shalav as a because we don't want the Tumah to remain any longer than necessary in the Temple. Rabbi Yochanan Ben This is the position of Rabbi Yochanan Ben Breka. Omer, but No, better not to make your garment Tameh. Rather, go and search, find the tongs. Even if it means the Sherets will have to remain in the Temple longer, better to go get the tongs. Shalav is because we don't want to increase Tumah in the Temple. Increase it i.e. by making the belt Tame. Mehechimatsino. So, so again, now we discussed two parts of this. Part number one was, we said, there's this tension of let it stay in the temple longer and get tongue so less becomes tamay or actively make something tamay so it removes faster. But what about the muksa? So the muksa, we assume, we're in the temple, you can remove it. Comes along part two of the Mishnah to say, no, it depends where this dead Sheretz is situated in the temple. From the sanctuary itself, from the antechamber which is in front of the sanctuary and then anywhere between the altar and the antechamber so if you can picture it for a moment you walk into the temple and there's immediately what you see is the altar beyond the altar there's more space leading to stairs which lead to the antechamber which leads into the heichal the, the, the sanctuary which then go into the kodesh Akadashim. says our mishnah the first position is uh, over Yo- shim benanis shim says that you anywhere basically from the altar to the space beyond it into the antechamber and the heichel then there you remove it he actually has a wider space a wider swath in the and that is anywhere where if you were to deliberately enter it you'd be and you were tame, you'd be subject to kares or if you inadvertently entered it you'd be obligated in bringing a chatas then you must remove the sherets that would include even the courtyard itself and we allowed to do that on shabbos anywhere else in the temple or on the temple compound there. Just cover it with a pot and leave it there for the remainder of Shabbos, and then only remove it after Shabbos because it's not a problem to be there of increasing tuma, and therefore we don't allow you to move the Moksa. Uh, okay, so now, this is part three of the Mishnah. It's a little, actually, a little bit um a, a tangent here, and that is as follows. If you recall, in Mishnah Yud Gimel, we discussed that uh, the in the temple, once allowed to repair a broken instrument by tying a non-permanent knot to tie the two ends of a string together in order to strum it. Rabbi Shimon said, no, you cannot do so. Why? Because, and we didn't mention Rabbi Shimon there, but we know Rabbi Shimon's position is, as mentioned elsewhere, that we're concerned by tying this non-permanent knot, you might actually tie a permanent knot, thus you're going to be liable over a da'araisa. So Rabbi Shimon is machmir in the temple, He's stringent in the temple itself to say we don't waive the, the rabbinic prohibition of fixing a musical instrument because we're concerned it might you might actually lead to making a permanent not being over a daoraisa. So here we have a position of Shimon is machmir by a knot. However, however, why am I saying this? Because if you recall, this is, takes a little bit of memory. Way back we learned uh, Paragdalid Mishnah Yud Aleph. The discussion there was if someone walked in amma. Beyond the 2,000 Amos that he was allowed to walk, the Tanakama says, You're stuck. That's your place now, and you can only walk 2,000 Amos in every direction. I mean, that's your new. Your, your, he's there at the onset of the Shabbos. That's considered your new. Uh, locale, that's your new place of residence. Whereas if Shimon was Meiko, or Shimon said, no, that's actually not true. If you walk an Amma beyond the, the Tchum, the 2,000 Amos, and that, becomes, and that is where you are when Shabbos commences, you in fact can go back to your original house and that's your place of residence. So the question our Mishnah is implicitly asking is, I don't understand. Is Rishimin a machmer, or is he a Mekel? Is he a machmer that in the temple he doesn't waive the, the rabbinic prohibition of fixing the instrument lest one come to, and he's afraid someone's going to come to uh, actually making a permanent knot, or is he Mekel where he allows one to walk even an Amma beyond his Chum and then still return to his place of residence, which is which is two thousand and one Ammos away? So Rishimin Omar, Machishtir Lacham Cham Mishalach No Sinlach. says, no, you don't. You you are not understanding this correctly. Says Rishimin as follows that. And we actually, we spelled this out when we learned the Mishnah back in Paragdalid, Yod Aleph, and that was, why was it that Rav Shimon allowed someone to return back to their home? In fact, Rav Shimon said if you walk 15 amos beyond the Tchom, you could still return back to your place of residence, and that is your place of residence, because Rav Shimon pointed out that the Mitzias is. The reality is that when the people would measure the 2,000 amos from a city, they gave, it 50, they gave 15 amos of, of, of uh, what's it called? They would measure 15 amos short in order to give people the leeway in the room to make a mistake and not have to suffer the consequences of being stuck in the Dal Amos of Shabbos, meaning to say that they would put the border 15 amos earlier or closer to the city and mark, to, and mark it as 2,000 amos so that people have a little wiggle room in case they mistakenly go over it. So, says to Shimon, yeah, you know why I let you return to your house if you're going, I'm over? Because really you can go 15 amos over, and that's just the reality whereas why don't i allow you to bring this to, to fix the string because this that we wave certain um Durbanans, rabbinic ordinances in the temple that's only when it's rabbinic but here we have a real concern that one might come to make a biblical to be over a biblical injunction of tying a knot and therefore i'm not going to wave it we have now completed an infinite that and i am so so excited to continue well first to do some hasara as always, and then to go on to Pesach, I look forward to learning Pesach with you as we prepare for the Chag HaMatzos for the for Pesach. Have a wonderful day.